Welcome, welcome. This is week three of Employment Conversations with Shalom Klein and Andrea Stores. Um, Andrew, we need to come up with a uh, with a better title for that, but hey, it works for now. It's, How are you? It's good. It's good. I'm good. How are you? I'm awesome. I'm awesome. It's another Wednesday night, which means you and I talk throughout the week and all sorts of stuff. I mean, always so many good ideas coming together, but Wednesday night means it's dedicated time that you and I can talk and share information. And we have been receiving some awesome feedback from uh, folks that have been tuning in uh, either live or even just finding it later because this information is so relevant. To recap, week one, we talked about starting a job search from scratch. Week two, we talked about resumes. And today, I'm a little biased, but this is perhaps my favorite topic. We're going to talk about networking and LinkedIn. So if this goes like on for four and a half days, shut your cameras off. Yeah. And no, listen, because I'm so passionate about this, I don't think we're going to need four and a half hours because I know I, I I can talk about this. I probably do talk about this in my sleep. I might. Uh, I my wife isn't around here, but I probably do talk about networking and LinkedIn. <laughs> so, uh, Andrea, just before we get started, um, I, sort of as I framed it last week, uh, station identification. Who are you, Andrea? There is okay. It's a very short answer, actually. Um, I am the Director of Employment Services at The ARC, which is a social service agency with a location in Chicago, also one in Northbrook. And uh, we serve the Jewish community, those who are facing financial adversity, all different types of struggles, and especially now where the only thing certain about your life is the uncertainty of your life. Um, we are a one-stop shop. We provide all different types of services, be it financial. If you can't pay a water bill, come to us, talk to us. Yeah, we have um, a medical clinic. We have a dental clinic. We have a clinic for optometry. Um, they're all different types of specialists, including mental health professionals. Of course, we do have a, a stellar employment department. And um, all you have to do is call the ARC, go through a very, very simple intake, and let us help you. Everything is free. All the services are free. And you may not need it, but you definitely know someone who does. So please spread the word. We are more than happy to help. I'm also the owner of a career, a career service called ADMS Inc., and um, obviously, I am also very passionate about the whole employment world. And uh, yeah, that's who I am. Uh, it's, uh, it's very impressive because you're helping so many people. This is a tough, tough time, uh, which is why we are doing these conversations. Uh, please, 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 if you find any of this information relevant, uh, please share it with a friend, a colleague, a neighbor, a family member. We all know somebody that's been impacted. Uh, coronavirus and just in general, the, uh, the the tough situation, which is the employment market, continues to affect everybody. So do your part by watching this, by sharing this. Um, we are uh, going to uh, take uh, a couple of uh, weeks off, uh, but uh, there over the coming weeks, we're going to be sharing a lot more information. So uh, so make sure you tune in and subscribe and all that good stuff. And I've been uh, actually Andrea, I've been. Uh, 
sharing the audio of these conversations as a podcast. So you can actually find it right. uh, on Spotify, on Google, Apple Podcasts, all that good stuff. So this information is relevant and hopefully you are finding it helpful. Uh, email us, get in touch with us, get in touch with the ARC, arcchicago.org, me through my website, shalomkline.com. We're all very easily accessible. So let us know. So with that in mind, uh, Andrea, I, I, I teased this before, but networking and LinkedIn is sort of uh, sort of my thing. So, with that in mind, I I tortured you last week with the lightning round of questions <laughs> about your resume because that's your thing. I'm actually going to uh, get in the hot seat right right here in my standing desk. You I'm ready? in the hot. Andrea, you're in charge now. You ready? Okay. So you know, in today's market, it's it's very difficult to know what is the strongest way to approach an employer? What is the most productive way to conduct a job search? And um, I'm sure all of you are overwhelmed and inundated with what the right answer is. There is no one right answer. Just like people think, well, if I have a strong LinkedIn, I don't really need a strong resume. That's absolutely not correct. And I'm going to fire some questions at Chellum and see if he can um, answer them correctly. I have no doubt. Um, okay, Shalom, here we go. What is the difference between a resume and a LinkedIn profile? D, none of the above. Um, no, <laughs> it's totally and completely different. Totally and completely different. Uh, often you'll use some of the same verbiage uh, from your from your resume, and and it can be used on on your LinkedIn too. I mean, you are who you are. You shouldn't have a resume that uh, that that's talking about a different person than what's being shared on LinkedIn. But uh, the reality is that LinkedIn, for most people, assuming you're not on the FBI's ten most wanted list, when uh, every employer, every person, let's just face it, we're all stalkers. Every person is going to Google your name, uh, especially when you're on the job market. And hopefully LinkedIn will be the first result that pops up. For most people, that is the case. It is your online resume to an extent, but in reality, it should be very different than your resume. Your LinkedIn gives you the opportunity to uh, to expand a little bit more. I mean, we talked last week about resumes. We talked about the misconceptions of you know resume being two pages or one page or all that sort of stuff. LinkedIn is very different. Um, LinkedIn, uh, first of all, gives you the opportunity. It actually encourages in the current iteration of LinkedIn and LinkedIn is constantly evolving to link to, let's say your accomplishments. Let's say you are um, in public relations and you wanna link to some of the stories that you've promoted LinkedIn gives you the opportunity to actually provide those links, to upload media, to put up pictures, to, to link to YouTube videos, all that sort of good stuff. Uh, LinkedIn encourages you to uh, highlight your, cert your, your uh, expertise, um, to be endorsed for your QuickBooks skills or your WordPress skills or your Facebook skills or whatever the case may be. You also have the ability to put in recommendations. I'll just say it, um, I'm proud of this. Uh, I have over a hundred people that have recommended me on LinkedIn, you know, on, on your resume, if you, you know, shared and circulated a resume that had a hundred, you know, testimonials, people would say, you are nuts. You are crazy. <laughs> you didn't ask for a portfolio on your, on our first date with you. That's nuts. So there are similarities. There are more differences than there are similarities. 
ultimately, generally speaking, yes, you are going to put a lot of the same experiences on your LinkedIn and on your resume. LinkedIn, you'll probably go a little bit further back than your resume because there's really no limit in terms of space. Um, but you also have to be so, like, like your resume, you have to be so careful with the words that you use to make sure it is representing you well because employers, networkers, everybody's going to stalk it. Everybody's going to make judgments. If you have a typo, it's bad. Uh, I mean, just little things. Make sure your capitalization is correct. Make sure you're putting in your volunteer experience, all that sort of good stuff. So yeah, uh, LinkedIn is so important. So I'm just going to add something to that. Um, you said that, you know, LinkedIn is evolving. Well, so are you. While you're evolving, you need to make sure that your LinkedIn evolves with you. Um, if you all of a sudden secured a new certification, for example. That's important. Do not forget to include that in your LinkedIn. It's also going to be included in your resume. The thing that I think is so different between the two, when you send in a resume, it's for a specific job. One person, well, maybe one person, a hiring manager, is really going to be the one that reviews it initially. When you present yourself on LinkedIn, the world is watching. It's a very different feeling. And the thing that I love the most about LinkedIn, Shalom, is that I have a conversation with the viewer without talking to them. They get to see my writing style. They get to see the way that I describe accomplishments, that I describe my drive. It's a you're right. It's so similar to a resume. You want to get a message across. But the thing with LinkedIn, you really can have a lot more fun in describing who you are and making it come to life a little bit more. So that's something that I look at when I look at LinkedIn profiles. And if someone does not like, you know, if I don't have that V8 moment when I'm reading someone's profile, I'm not connected. So right. you have to you have to get the energy going in the language. And then it becomes contagious. That's yes? right. That's right. And LinkedIn LinkedIn gives you the opportunity also to, I mean it's very simple to make changes all the time. Right. Your resume once you send it somebody, it's it's out there, it's gone. LinkedIn, you know, you you can make changes and you know it's it, that's a good thing. I mean, really, when you're in transition, you want to be going into your LinkedIn profile and, and sort of looking at it. By the way, you could also see um who is looking at your LinkedIn profile. Um, you know, we could get into the whole debate of should you be paying for LinkedIn or not? It really depends what um who you are what line of work you're in, what kind and of job. Where you are you're in your job search as well. Where you I are mean, in your job search. That's, that's huge. That's really huge. Um, but I, I, I do agree with you, which leads me to a lot of people think, well, what do employers look at more? Do they look at the resume? Do they look at LinkedIn? I know what my answer is. I know I want to hear what your answer is. So resume is some, well, LinkedIn is, I'd say, probably more for, for the networking to get to the job. 
Um, and, you know, anybody that's familiar with LinkedIn is familiar with the terminology of first degree connections, second degree connections. And over time, really, you should be, as I said, you know, living with your LinkedIn profile that when you are out there and you talk to somebody, go on LinkedIn, connect with them. You know, for God's sake, take a moment and write a personal note, especially if you're in transition. Don't just say, I'd like to connect with you on LinkedIn, the generic message. Um, but actually write something like, it was so nice talking to you today. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to connecting on LinkedIn or something like that. Um, but I can tell you that folks that are using LinkedIn successfully in the job search, A, LinkedIn has probably one of the best job boards that are out there. And as we talked about over the past few weeks, your job search should not be done online, but you could do your research. You could determine companies that have the dream job that you're looking for. And most importantly, you could determine who you know and how you can get to that job. So if let's say you were targeting a, a your dream job at, I'll just go with Walgreens corporate in Deerfield. And uh, and you you're you're in accounting, you want an accounting manager position at Walgreens corporate in Deerfield. And you want to figure out how am I going to make sure that my resume, and I'm going to tie those terms in, that my resume isn't just going to end up in a pile. Because yes, you need to go through the formal application process, of course. You need to submit your application, follow the instructions. Employers want to see that, that you know that you have attention to detail, that you can follow instructions. But rather than just submitting your resume that way, you will actually look and see, hey, I know gym stores that has a uh, that that is apparently buddies with the director of human resources at Walgreens corporate in Deerfield. Right. And you can then pick up the phone, work your networking magic and say, hey, Jim, it's been so long since we talked, blah, 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 small talk. And by the way, how well do you know Paul at, at Walgreens? You know, I'd like to connect the dots. LinkedIn is like, I mean, nobody uses the term anymore, but your Rolodex, it's really a way to keep track of who do you know and how do you get in to, to your target company. So I'm hedging around the answer. Both are very important, your resume and your LinkedIn. You know, your resume ultimately needs to be in tip-top shape. Ultimately, we have not yet gone away from resumes in the job search. We have not yet gone away from that. We I know will. you can. We will, I know. But uh, right now, you still submit your resume. You'll still come prepared with a beautiful printed copy of your resume to an interview, or at least if we ever go back to in-person interviews. For the moment, you need to have a resume on the Zoom screen, I guess. Uh, but your LinkedIn is ultimately how you're going to get your foot in the door. And mark my words, I guarantee it, employers are going to find you on LinkedIn to see who else do you know. Every job is about selling these days. Even if you're not in sales, every job is about selling. They wanna see who do you know and, and how good is it going to be for the, for the company? That's just how it is. Well, I, I agree. I think that each entity has its own purpose and its own importance. It also depends what kind of industry you're looking at to work in. If it's an old school type of situation, um, LinkedIn may not be the most important. I'm not saying that it's not going to be looked at, but the younger companies, um, they're the ones who probably will glance at a resume, 
just to get a snapshot and then they will go to your LinkedIn. Because one thing I I really want to stress to you and Shalom touched on this, they're going to see your communication skill. If you cannot communicate well on who you are, what you bring to a table, they're not going to really pay much attention to you. So um, Shalom said this before, I couldn't agree more. You have to be very careful with the language you choose. So with that being said, LinkedIn is living right next door, if not in the same building with networking. It's all kind of this incredible montage and it's almost like this tie-dye t-shirt where one thing bleeds into another. But something I want to say before I ask you a question, Shalom, I don't think, even though networking has been the buzzword for the past 10 years or more, I don't think people, not everyone, has a true understanding of what networking is. Um, networking is not going to an event, getting business cards and thinking you're going to get a job from someone. That's not what it is. In terms of networking while using LinkedIn as, as the professional social platform, and that's basically what it is, when you put people up against the wall, and this is where the written word is so important, and you just start a conversation with, I'm out of work. I see that you work at ABC. Do you know anyone? Can you help me? Some people might respond to that. Most people are like, whoa, you know, I don't know this guy really. You have to know how to schmooze. That's just the truth. If Uncle Joe has a business and you're out of work and you go up to Uncle Joe and say, Uncle Joe, I really need a job. I know you own a big business. Do you have anything for me? Even as an uncle, Uncle Joe is going to be very uncomfortable. He's going to feel an obligation. He's, he's not going to be able to say no to you, which already there's resentment building up. So instead, if you go to Uncle Joe and you say, you know, Uncle Joe, I did some research on your business. Whoa, I had no idea. I'd really like to learn more about it. After having a conversation and after developing a relationship with Uncle Joe, you turn to your uncle and you say, you know, I think you'd be a great person to give me some input in terms of my professional direction. Do you have a minute? It's a whole different ball game. Yes, it takes time. Yes, it's definitely schmoozing. And I don't, you know, not everyone is comfortable with that. You have to find your own style of not making people uncomfortable with your request. If you let them know that they are valuable, that you are impressed with their work, what, what they've done, and you let them know that, if someone compliments you, you're going to be a little bit more inclined to listen. So that's something I just wanted to get out there. Um, okay, so Shalom, 
what should someone expect? Well, I don't know if there are any networking groups anymore, but let's say we're on Zoom. What do you think most people expect and what is the reality of what you should expect? Well, networking, you, you nailed it. Networking has changed, maybe changed forever, um, but it certainly has, has evolved in this era of COVID. Um, right now, networking is, is as important as ever, but it is completely different than uh, Andrew and you and I, uh, you know, when we started working together in 2010, Sounds weird to say that 10 years really? ago. Yeah, I know. By it's the way, crazy. We started working together at a Starbucks, which I miss very much, Starbucks on a napkin. That's how a lot of what we've done started. It was a Indeed. great networking, it was a great networking meeting. Yeah. It was a great networking meeting. That is actually a perfect segue. The reality is, is that networking has evolved, but it has not, the purpose for networking has not gone anywhere. Right. I mean, I'll tell you, I mean, both you and I, uh, we, we both, you know, you know, that's, that's really what days look like. Obviously you, you do, you do whatever responsibilities you have, but ultimately everything is about networking. You need to stay in touch with, with folks uh, all the time. You need to add them on LinkedIn, all that sort of good stuff. And right now, yes, there are opportunities to network via zoom. There are ways to network in some very subtle ways. And I, it's funny, right now I have the tab um, of StreamYard, which is the service that we use uh, for the streaming uh, up. And I, it's funny, I'm seeing my LinkedIn window. I have a couple of screens over here and I see LinkedIn messages popping up. And you know, people are being very smart and very creative about sending articles of interest to me all the time, staying on my radar. I do the same thing to other people, making sure that uh, that that you're sort of staying current, you know, finding times. This goes back to actually like making phone calls. I mean, it's funny. A year or two ago, uh, I probably you and I would have both said, oh, my God, nobody wants to talk to each other. It's all text and email. Suddenly there's a revival of actual phone conversations and actually video conversations. Right. So this is a period that you need to network and that you need to use all of the tools, and I emphasize and underline those words, tools in your tool shed, um, like LinkedIn, like Facebook. And by the way, Facebook is actually, I probably would have not have agreed with this a year ago, year ago right. actually is a tool for networking, for professional networking too. Obviously, you need to realize that and make sure that if you are trying to use it with people professionally, then no, nobody needs to see pictures of that vacation that you sorely, sorely miss out in uh, out in the Bahamas of you and your bathing suit. Nobody that should not be there. But yes, I mean, you should uh, when you see something that people post, you should comment. You should say, hey, that's awesome. Congratulations. Maybe we could catch up and, and, and talk about that. So networking is very different than it was. Uh, I think there will be a return at some point to the networking events that was. I do think that it's, you know, uh, I was just talking to somebody earlier today about all-you-can-eat buffets. And, uh, you know, there, there are those that, that, that just miss uh, everything that was. And uh, they're going to, uh, you know, push, push, push. There probably will be some networking events. But I think that what we're seeing is a, is a whole new opportunity of how you can network. 
um, and, and how you can maintain relationships. And I just want to end that with, with, with just a one final thought on that. Um, networking is both the maintenance of existing relationships as well as the creation and the development of new relationships. That's if all you're doing every day is you're just talking to the same people that you know, and by the way, that's wonderful. I mean, good for you. You're already way ahead of the curve of you. You are actually staying in touch with people. That's awesome. That's fantastic. Hopefully, if you're doing it right and you're using sort of that that conversation piece of, of, of actually being really clear, this goes back to our past two weeks of conversations where you're saying, you know, when I'm talking to you, Andrea, I'm trying to get into Walgreens corporate and Deerfield, and I'm I'm actually being very articulate, very clear on who I am, what I do, who I'm looking to meet. People want to help. People want to open doors. Andrea, most likely you're going to say, assuming you still like me, you're going to say, hey, Shalom, yeah, no problem. Thanks for being so crystal clear about, about that. Yeah, let me, let me see if my, my friend over there is still at Walgreens, let me see if I can make that connection. Your goal should be growing your, again, I'm using that term again, Rolodex, but growing your LinkedIn network and trying to meet new people. I mean, every single day that I practice what I preach every day, I'm talking to new people all the time. Yeah. And that means people that I can't wait to have coffee with at Starbucks over a uh, napkin and a pen and paper and whatever. Um, when, when things get back to normal, it is so surreal to be meeting people and not doing it in person. You know, it, as you're talking, I'm seeing this image of young people who they don't want to walk across the room to be with another group because they're comfortable in their own clique. And it's the same conversation over and over and over again. And that's what's going to happen if you don't step out of your comfort zone. It's not easy reaching out to people that you really don't know. The one thing that I will say is that rather than a phone call to establish a relationship, and by the way, what you said was right on the money, networking is all about the relationship. It's not about getting a job. It's about getting the relationship to help you in the direction of getting the job. And if you don't kind of spread your wings a little bit, it's not going to happen. You're not going to pick up a phone and call someone that you don't know. But the thing about COVID-19 and I'm not saying it's a positive thing because there's nothing positive about it. This is the time to go through your contacts, see where there's even a remote connection. All you have to do is say, I see we're connected. I don't believe we've ever really communicated. Hope all is well, blah, blah, blah. And then Hopefully, you will also get a response. That is the development. That is the beginning of the relationship. And then it's really a partnership to, as Shalom said, develop it and then maintain it. One thing I always tell my clients when they have a very strong background, especially in a specific area, I always say, did you have a relationship 
with uh, um, one of your bosses at your past position. And they go, oh, yeah, you know, I really got along with my supervisor at company ABC. I said, reach out, say hello, see how they're doing. Start the relationship. Ex-bosses, ex-supervisors, uh, providing you have a positive relationship with them, they know who you are in a professional capacity. And if you had a strong relationship with them, they may be able to say, oh, you know, I, there is a position available at. You, you have to kind of start in your own backyard and then go forward. So, Andrea, I want to I want to touch on uh, just to sort of summarize a couple of those, I think, really, really important things. The things that I would say is if you remember nothing else, remember this. Um, the, the first thing being LinkedIn is your best friend for research. LinkedIn is your best friend for figuring out how to network your way into different places. I mean, I, I use it for so many things. And I have to say, I tell people to stalk me. And this, by the way, leads into the other, the, the second and final thing of, of if you remember nothing else, remember this. Um, I tell people when they contact me and say, hey, can you, you know, I'm, I'm unfortunately, I was just laid off. Uh, I'm, I'm networking for my next job. I tell people, stalk my LinkedIn, go through my contacts and tell me based on what you're looking for, tell me who I might know and the connections that I might be able to make. And so people that are, and I know I'm, I'm not unique in that, uh, that, you know, people want to help. You just have to make it easy for them to help. So okay. LinkedIn is awesome for networking. LinkedIn is awesome for your job search. Again, I, I mentioned earlier, the job board on LinkedIn is incredible. It's actually really good because you can immediately see from the job that's posted, you could see what connections you have, how you can, it gives you literally a step-by-step -step guide of how you can get to that hiring manager. And you know, when you're just dealing with your simple resume and you're doing the low tech version, you, you don't have access to that level of intelligence. So that's pretty cool. Uh, and uh, this, again, the second thing that I wanted to say is be crystal clear. This really is, is sort of a point from the other week, but be crystal clear on who you are. Do not, on LinkedIn, do not try to be a jack of all trades. Do not, in person, uh, in person meaning on Zoom or on phone calls, don't be all over the place and say, oh, I'm just looking for a job. Okay, like, welcome to the club along with the other millions and millions of people that are also looking for a job. Tell people how they can help you and they will, they will do it. And so use LinkedIn, network, talk to people, get recommendations, use LinkedIn to its full potential, get recommendations on your LinkedIn page, get endorsed for different skills, fill it in as much as possible because mark my words, people are going to be stalking your LinkedIn. They're going to see where you have volunteered. Have you been active? Have you been really doing professional development and really growing as a, as a professional? If you do these things, you're going to be setting yourself apart big time from so many others that are out there. Andrea, uh, what, what you, you talk to your clients all the time. What are some of the uh, questions that you hear? What are some of the, the, the features and 
like we said, LinkedIn evolves and some of the LinkedIn updates are stupid. I'll tell you that they're stupid and they make no sense. And then usually they're pulled. The features are pulled a few weeks or a few months after they're rolled out. What are some of the things that you've heard of what has worked well and what has not? So the main problem with people feeling confident with their LinkedIn is exactly what we've been saying kind of throughout. If you don't know who you are and you don't have a direction, do not write a LinkedIn profile until you have it. Once you have it, then it's really good to sit down with someone using your resume almost as a tour guide and expanding the information you have on a resume. So it gives it a, a facelift. It gives you a facelift. It gives you a little color. It gives you a little bit more energy. What you're doing is you're using factual information and turning it into a great chapter of your life. And I think people will be more apt to read something that has a direction. That is probably the biggest problem I have with clients. Once they, and this goes back to our first um, presentation about professional identity. So this is all connected. Everything is connected. They're all separate steps, but it's always connect the dots. So the best thing I've heard is that people really are much more comfortable reaching out and connecting with people via the written word. So it's short, it's sweet, and it's safe. From there, they gain the confidence to really grow the relationship which that's a plus, but you got to know where to start and you have to be brave enough to reach out. It's like, you know, in another era where the boys had to ask the girls out, girls were never expected to ask the boys out. But once the boy did it, he liked it. Asked okay. out anyone he knew. You, you kind of grow a confidence. And I think that LinkedIn is a wonderful confidence builder because in many ways, it's safe. The one thing I want to say to you is that you have to let, once you establish a relationship, this is also a plus and it's, it's an option that I have suggested to many clients who have taken me up on it and they say it really is a very strong factor. You let the person know that aside from your skills, aside from your experience, aside from your achievements, it is the culture of the, the, the organization or the business and the role that you're going after that is a strong fit for who you are. You know, when someone says that, it's a strong statement because it, it it, it lets the, the, the contact know that you've done your research and that it is the culture that really struck you. Well, if the culture really struck you and you are a strong fit, the rest is pretty easy. Sure. Yeah. A hundred percent. So as we start to wrap up, uh, I mean, make sure your LinkedIn is professional. Make sure you have a professional photo. 
A, that means make sure you have a photo because I have seen profiles where there isn't one. Make sure you have a photo. Have an updated photo because if you're ever seen on Zoom, and listen, we all like to be airbrushed. Oh my God. And on our our cell phones, for sure I use all the enhancements. I'm not stupid, but if I have this color here now and walk into um, an interview or a Zoom interview with blonde hair, you know, you got to be careful. You have to be professional. You have to retain the professionalism at all times. And for all your college students, be careful what's on, you know, although no college students really use Facebook that much anymore, but be careful uh, because people can draw the wrong conclusions. That's a whole other thing. Make sure you're maximizing your LinkedIn, but use LinkedIn as a tool. This is the same method that we conveyed uh, in the past few weeks of all of these things. They're all just tools. Ultimately, no replacement for relationships, for actual networking. You're, you're, the low-hanging fruit are the contacts that you already have. So, Andrea, um, we are just about out of time. I don't want to bombard people with too much. Uh, in the coming weeks, oh, like we, we haven't have, already. Yeah, okay. I know. I know people. I feel bad. People are probably like, "Oh my God!" Now I'm going to have to pull all, an all-nighter. Shalom or Andrea, they're going to be stalking me, and I don't have my photo. And oh my God, no, you don't need to rush. It's okay. Better slow but steady wins the race. Um, Andrea, in the coming weeks, we're going to talk about a lot of other important topics, including cover letters. We're going to talk about a lot of the other tools that people can take advantage of. Any closing thoughts? Keep plugging away and don't do not give up hope. Little by little, you will find your direction, you will find your connection, and you will be made the offer. But you gotta, you know, it's easy for me to say, and when I hear people say this, I just wanna, but I'm asking you all, please, to not give up and to keep talking to people and have conversations with people and really take pride. No one can take away what you've done up until now. It's yours, you've, you've earned it, you own it, and no one can take it away. Yeah, you're absolutely right, Andrea. Um, thank you, it's always a pleasure. And uh, we'll, we'll be back real soon. Again, as we said earlier, please, please, please let us know what questions, comments, feedback uh, you have. Please, please, please share this link Um, whether you're listening as a podcast or you're watching this on YouTube, uh, which I recommend because you get to see the, uh, the comical looks on both of our faces as we do this. (laughs) So, uh, YouTube is so much better. Um, but, uh, please get in touch with us. You can get in touch with the Andrea at the arc, check out the arcs, amazing resources and services at arcchicago.org. Uh, Andrea, you're at a stores at arcchicago.org. I'm on my website, shalomkline.com. Or you can email me, sk at shalomkline.com. And uh, thank you for tuning in. And Andrea, you have a good rest of the week. We'll talk on our next next employment conversations with Shalom Klein and Andrea Stores. There we go. Bye, Shalom.